0: Hey, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's a pleasure to be up here with all of you and to be standing alongside Katie as we share a little bit uh, from our hearts and a little bit of what God's been doing with us, and we really feel like we have an encouragement for all of you. Just have to say that God's got a way of humbling us, you know, I wanted this perception of being the strong man. Of course, God makes me cry in front of everybody, but that's, that's okay uh, to do that. <laughs> Will you just pray with us real quick before we start? Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful to be here, to be in your presence, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you that you are king over all, that you sit on the throne. Lord, that it's not about us. It's about the personhood of Jesus. It's about relationship with you, Lord Jesus. Would you speak through us as we encourage and exhort your body? In your name we pray. Amen.
1: Um, so as Brian said, we've been attending this church for quite a few years now. We started attending what was then the harbor, um, around the end of 2010, beginning of 2011, when our oldest son, Micah, was about one year old. We had recently moved back up to the North Shore, um, to be closer to Ben's teaching job, um, when I, we decided that I would stay home with our children when they were young. Um. We started attending the harbor uh, shortly after we moved up to the area, um, and we very quickly knew that we found our church home. The first time we attended, um, the church was meeting at Emanuel on Sunday nights, and we just have some sweet memories of of running into some of you, running into Brian, and that was a surprise, last seeing him at Gordon. running into Bonnie, holding baby Lucy, um, and just meeting a few others. What we were struck by in this church was the authenticity of people in their walk with Jesus, a commitment to walking together in community, people seeking after God with their whole hearts in worship, people praying for one another, we personally have experienced a lot of transformation walking alongside this body of believers the past 11 to 12 years, following Jesus together. It has been a church home that we are continually grateful for.:
0: So as Brian mentioned, we've, uh, we've worn several different hats uh, as we've been here for the last 11 years, and um, whether it was children's ministry, or worship, or leading um, uh, life groups, or being in a discipleship group, uh, we really um, embraced all of those different roles. And, uh, you know, we didn't always feel called to all of those uh, things that we were doing. And it wasn't always um, easy or convenient, and sometimes... Uh, We didn't feel like we had this kind of incredible gifting, although my wife is very gifted. Uh, We we didn't always feel that way. And we're certainly not perfect. But the thing that I'm so encouraged by is that God can use anybody. Do you agree with that? God can use anybody. Anybody. despite their circumstances. You know, I was just, when, when uh, Mark was sharing, I was thinking about our, our journey and our path and, and how God is just full of grace and mercy as we've walked our walk with Him, in this relationship with Him. And oftentimes, it's not about how we see ourselves It's about how God sees us. Think about Gideon, huddling in the wine press, right? And what happens? That angel comes and says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. I don't think Gideon felt that way. But God saw him differently. Can you imagine Moses coming up for a job interview, stuttering, he'd murdered somebody, Not exactly your typical candidate, right? But what did he do? He stepped into what God had called him to do. Wasn't easy, but he did it in faith. What about Mary? Having a a child as a teenager, right? And birthing the one who would save the world. That wasn't easy either. But they responded to the call. Isn't that encouraging? This to me. The thing I want to encourage and we want to encourage you is this isn't just for Katie and I. This is for all of us. We've been empowered by the revelation of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. He died and he rose again. And it's the revelation of that story that has empowered us. That by grace, it's not by works, right? It's not by what we're doing. It's by grace that we've been saved. And it's by grace that we're standing up here and have been empowered by what Jesus did for us. That's the gospel. And that's what's so encouraging to us. God can use anybody. God can use all of us. So, what are we doing here? We're stepping out in faith. This is a faith journey. And we're stepping out in obedience because we feel like God has spoken to us. And it's out of that place um, that we're, we're stepping into this position of leadership. And because we're stepping out in faith and in obedience, we're trusting for transformation. That's what happens when you're in relationship with Jesus, right? We are trusting for personal transformation, and for transformation of the body. Amen? So regardless of the circumstances and the emotions that inevitably come with leadership, we've always rested in several truths. The first one being that Jesus is the head of the church. He's central to it all. I think Sean led off with that, and it's, it's so true. He is at the center of it all. And um, in Colossians 1, 15 through 20... Katie, go ahead. Yeah,
1: you know, we kicked off the service with this. I just want to read it again. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities... and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross.
0: It's great. We're here because of Jesus and because of what he's done for us. And his charge is to keep him at the center. I was thinking about how um, about 18 years ago, I was going to ask Katie to marry me, and uh, we have the privilege of having my father- in- law Jim and his wife Robin here uh, to be with us and uh, and Jim may not look intimidating, but he is, and I remember i had to I had to drive up to his office um, up in New Hampshire, and uh, I had everything lined up of what I was going to say and um, and I eventually asked him and you know he he asked me, you know, how many people are gonna be in this relationship? And, and, and ultimately I was thinking, well, Katie and I, right? And he said, no, there's three. And I thought, well, you live in New Hampshire, I live in Boston, you know, we'll see how that dynamic works. But you know what it was? It was the tenderness of a father for his daughter. And you know what he asked me, he said, I just want to make sure that you're going to keep Jesus at the center of your relationship. Keeping Christ at the center. That's what he wants. And isn't that the heart of the Father for all of us? That's what he wants. So Jesus is the head of the church. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Um... So just want to remind us, how do we stay connected to the head? We are the body. Jesus is the head, and we stay connected through prayer and worship. We're called to be a house of prayer. We need to abide in Christ in relationship with him. So Jesus is the head. We are the body. This is another truth we stand on. We are called to be one body. We all have a role to play, as Ben talked about earlier. We must remember that the body is connected to the head and the body is one. We follow Jesus individually in our personal lives, but in the Bible there's a huge emphasis on the body of Christ working together, unity in the body, how believers are to care for one another, how we live out the gospel in community, how our gifts work together for the glory of God? I'm not going to read this, but just um, I know I'm sure a lot of you know, the 1 Corinthians 12 passage talks about how we all have the same spirit I just love that. We all have the same spirit living inside of us, but different gifts. and we all need each other, and we need each other's gifts. As I'm just looking around the room, I'm just amazed by all uh, the variety of gifts. Here and how and how they work together. Sorry. So as we live in relationship with Jesus and exercise our gifts, the body is built up and God is glorified. So it's not always easy. We don't always feel qualified walking out and what God's calling us to. It's not always glamorous. But when we offer ourselves in our gifts to God, We are transformed, all of us. The body is built up and God is glorified. So we talked about Jesus being the head. We talked about us being the body, unified, under the head. And just the third thing we want to quickly talk about is just what we're standing on in order to walk in the fullness of what God has for us as a church. Just three things that we need. Well, there's probably a lot more, but I think these are three big ones. Faith, prayer, and obedience. We have faith in what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Faith that we are made right with God by Jesus' sacrifice. That he has overcome death. He has overcome sin. He is sitting at the right hand of God the Father. He is ruling and reigning. He is bringing peace to the world through the Holy Spirit. We have faith that he is leading the church and that the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and leading us as a body. Prayer, we got to stay connected to the Lord. It's so easy to be tempted to just do, to strategize, to go. We need to stay connected and follow what God is asking us to do. And finally, obedience. Romans 12 we want to be a living sacrifice. We want to submit ourselves, ourselves, we all. We all want to submit our lives to God. Because of what he has done for us, we are fully alive in him. We have everything that we need. And we want to offer our lives to him.
0: Amen. So as we are kind of wrapping things up here, just a couple of, of things. Katie and I are stepping into this leadership position but this is all of us. This is the body of believers. This is the church community stepping into everything that God has for us together. And uh, we stand on the truth that we were just talking about. We, we want to keep Jesus at the center. Always. Secondly, we all have a role to play in the body. All of us. All of us have a role to play. And lastly, We want to live in the fullness of what God has called us. And how do we do that? It's by abiding in Him, in relationship with Him, through faith and prayer and obedience. So in addition to our current um, church staff, which are Matt and Kathy Newby and Brian O'Cock and Mark Gray and John Neal, along with our other elder, Keith Crass. Uh, We have um, worked to form a transition team that will come alongside us um, as the church and the leaders and and pray with us and stand together and be these connection points um, for our our church. And and so if those people could stand when I call your name so just people can see, um, that would be awesome. So we have uh, Ruth and Stephen Terrabile there in the back, thanks Steven. And then Jim and Bonnie Miriam, who unfortunately couldn't be here today, that had already planned to be away. Um, Allison Newman and Patrick Schumann are also gonna be a part of our transition team. There they are in the back. Uh, Mark Gray is also gonna be a part of our transition team. And Dale and Sandy Hokanson are also gonna be a part of this transition team. This team, yeah, this is great. This team, like all of us, is committed to serving um, during the interim period. And just like all of us are praying for the church, they are going to be concertedly praying for the church, but also to be these connection points between uh, the body and, um, and us and Jesus. So uh, we want to pray over the transition team. And so I know all of you just sat down, but could you actually stand up again? And, and I just want to invite the whole church, right? Um, you're, you're sitting around some of these people who are going to be help leading in this transition. And so I would love for you to join in prayer with us. You can extend a hand if you feel comfortable. Um, you can stand with them uh, if you'd like and pray over them. You can, you can move around if you would like. This is, we're not, we're not playing church here. This is, this is what we're doing. And, and so... Um, would you just agree with us as we take a minute to pray over this transition team? The church up, the worship up afterwards. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your body, for the church, for all of these people who have said yes to being a part of this transition. Lord, would you help us all to keep you at the center of everything that we do? Lord, would you just empower every one of these people with discernment and wisdom, with your presence, as we navigate this transitional time, this interim time, Lord Jesus? Lord, thank you that your hand rests upon them. Lord, would you give them dreams and visions? Would you speak to them? As we navigate through this transition, Lord. Empower them with your Holy Spirit. In your precious name we pray. Amen. We want to invite the band... Up with the worship team up for my wife told me, Don't call it the band, it's the worship team. Sorry, so the worship team, we'd love to have the worship team coming up just for a time of response. And we're going to sing one more song. Just one of the things that I would invite you to take a minute to reflect on is what is Jesus saying to you? What does he want to say to you? What are you believing for? What are you believing for in your personal life? What are you believing for in Antioch, Beverly? And what are you believing for in the church? Take a minute to think about that. Maybe you want to write in your journal. Maybe you want to just ask the Lord. And then... Katie and the worship team are going to lead us in a song of response.